0: Y'all. We've got a lot of good stuff to talk about tonight, everybody. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here because I need to have a good time with you. I'm looking for some fun. It is necessary that we have a good time. Even though I have some things through, I have a couple of threads that are a little bit more on the serious side of things. I got to read through this, the Twitter files, volume eight is... Okay. <laughs> Wow. Hey, like I said, no surprises here, but it's incredible. It's incredible. What kind of confirmation? You know, the kind of things that we were talking about with aliens, there is confirmation and then there is disclosure. You know, what is the government? Disclosure is all all based around whether or not the government or some kind of a perceived authority is going to come out with it and say, all right. We're going to tell you finally what we have on the subject, whatever subject that may be. Confirmation can be gained through a number of ways. How can you confirm that something is the way it is? Well, boy, oh boy, are we getting confirmation? We are getting confirmation and and the people, uh, the conspirators, they continue to say uh, uh, it's either a, a mix of, oh, uh, was this your nothing burger? Oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> and then you have other people like uh, Adam Schiff, who is at the top of the pecking order of the government conspirators on, a, on a, uh, a great many things in the last however many years that he's been in there, just pretty much saying we, we need to uh, bring the heavy hand of regulation down on this this, this Twitter this Twitter stronghold that we lost. Because it's getting very embarrassing. Of course, all they talk about is hate speech. That hate speech thing. Which is... I love when they say, oh, I, I'm not for censorship, but I'm also not for hate speech either. Which is a way for somebody in power of saying, oh no, I'm not interested in censoring anybody. I think censorship is very, very bad. But um, anything that does not align with how I see the world is hateful and is hate speech... And therefore, it needs to be taken uh, care of with great seriousness. So it's, uh, it's that whole juggling act and having to, having to really train yourself into how to listen to people when they speak. Because they're never saying what you think they are. Uh, so we'll be talking a little bit about volume 8 of these Twitter files. A little bit of a look into the Omnibus package nearly 2 trillion dollars you'll never see a spending bill in in uh, in congress be less than a trillion and a half now that is just what it is they normalize they normalize this thing i remember when people used to gasp when 500 billion was being floated around for the first times and now we are no less than 1.5 1.7 trillion dollars every couple of months but that's just because i mean that's the drop in the bucket compared to what was spent uh, during the, uh, the the COVID the COVID, uh, overhaul, the COVID manual override of the entire world. I refuse to call it a pandemic. At most, I only called it a declared pandemic. And um, so we got that. I have a little bit for you on Russia and Ukraine, including a little bit of a look around with the, the mystic side of things. Baba Vanga is back in the, the news again. In the second half of the show, I have some lighter things. I have some Babylon Bee, since we probably won't be able to do it the rest of the, the week. And then I have a couple of questions. The questions are already pouring in from the audience. Super chats and then uh, especially a couple on Christmas lyrics. And I have two things I wanna do. One is like a, a yearly tradition and the other one is just something I've been looking into and I thought was really interesting. It has, a, it has a, to do with Oh um, uh, Holy Night. Which we'll do a little bit more intently tomorrow when we do our yearly O' Night Divine show with Chris Ann Hall, by the way. She's on tomorrow. John Paul Rice is on Thursday. We already started going back and forth about what we wanted to talk about for our Frank Capra night. And, um, and then Friday, I'll have the, the family in, and hopefully, everybody's feeling well, and we do what we got to do. Uh Thank you. Thank you to my sponsors tonight. SecretNatureCBD.com. Use promo code Frankly. And I don't know. I mean, you got five days. Well, no, no, no. You got four. You got at least four. You need things to show up at the very latest Christmas Eve morning. You might be able to get that with Secret Nature and any of our other affiliates on QuiteFrankly.tv. Most of them are medium and small size American businesses that you can actually talk to the proprietors. That's the best part about our sponsors. Not only are, do they have amazing products and not only and services, and not only are they American owned and operated, but they're also very easy to get a hold of and you might be able to arrange expedited shipping on anything that is vital before Christmas, but you're running out of time and promises I don't I don't know. It's going to be next the next 48 hours is going to be very hard for anybody to keep promises. But still, go ahead and do what you got to do do what you gotta do ladies and gentlemen and just a reminder because i gotta tell you the next couple of days remember we've got two giveaways that are going on 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 friday night it's a general giveaway for everybody who sends in a super chat uh from now until friday morning the 23rd quite frankly super quite frankly super that's the only way you can do that and uh, that is for a two ounce round of silver, the Screaming Eagle, sponsored by Mark Swan, and a 60 serving giveaway of survival food by Blue Monster Prep and a bag of coffee. So we're gonna, we're gonna draw the name on that and that'll be on Friday. So all you gotta do is drop it in once. If you drop, your, if you drop five Super Chats, remember, you only counted once. I, that's how we try to keep this as fair as possible. So, uh, but, I mean, some of you would like to put your comments on the record, and that's the way we do it. And then uh, for you, you monthly sponsors, we do another giveaway on the 29th. And that's going to be a big one, because that's the 5-gram gold bar. So, you got to get on to Subscribestar or Quite QuiteFrankly.tv through Squarespace, Patreon, or Foxhole subscribers to get in on that one. 5-gram gold bar. Okay. You ready to go into the grab bag? I sure am. Let's get this done. Let's get this done. First thing's first. First thing is first. Here's the New York Post. This will, this will make you nice and cheery. Uh, make sure that the children are out for a second. Uh, children, it's your Uncle Frank here. You've got to get out of the room. Got to talk to Mom and Dad. Three, two, one. Headline, New York Post, uh, doctor, as if we needed a doctor to warn against this, warns against the surprisingly stupid XXX Christmas trend of masturbating with ornaments. Do not put ornaments in any of your orifices. Or is it it orify? Don't put it in your orify. orifice, Orifices. It's probably orifices. Doctor warns against this surprisingly stupid, but you know, if you thought that, oh, it's all, you know, the stupid challenges are only for kids on TikTok. Stupid kids on TikTok become stupid adults everywhere. It's, it's, the, it's not just the older all on t- it's just something about TikTok that makes people stupid. People are stupid. Have you noticed that? Here's one way to ensure you have a happy and healthy Christmas. A United Kingdom doctor is raising eyebrows across social media by warning people of the dangers of masturbating with ornaments come Christmas time, which is apparently an actual trend. Here's a quote. It is not advisable. Mark Swan, are you listening? It is not advisable to masturbate with Christmas ornaments, said Dr. Sarah Welsh, a gynecologist, uh, told Online she was listing she was listing the dildos and don'ts the dildos and don'ts i had a sixth grade teacher who um who had was forced to use the word dildo because we were talking about shakespeare and how even you know any kind of female shakespearean actors back in the day to when they had to play a male role they had to put as she said dildos in their in their pants and of course we were you know we're 12 13 years old we couldn't we couldn't stop we couldn't i'll remember that first my life dildos but she's saying she's saying this unironically actually no it is ironic what am i talking about she's listening to dildos and don'ts of the scandalous yuletide tradition for whom whose tradition what weird social club does this which sees people hospitalized after getting frisky with everything from grass Baubles to candy canes. What is a bauble? B a u b l s b l e s. B. B-L- Hold on. B a u l b l e baubles. A bauble. A bauble. What's an? What's a? Okay. Give me an image. Oh, that's just the the ball ornaments. Those are called baubles. Say those. What the hell are you doing? How do you even put those in? And aren't they? Oh, I I guess they're making them out of hard plastic now. Because you can't put the, the, uh, the fragile glass up there. How do you even get those in there? Ugh. Somebody figured it out. Somebody who should have been doing something else figured it out. Uh, Indeed trying to make Christmas come early with ornaments is apparently hazardous to one's health Christmas ornaments can have sharp aspects or pee. Who are you telling this to an adult? That can can break during the act which can cause soreness the risk of trauma and uh, Just generally unsuitable for your vagina warned Welsh Well, you know At least they're just admitting that this is what they're doing. They're putting a can... Look at this. There's a candy cane. Put a candy cane up their ass. Can you believe this? Well, yes, I could believe this because we're talking about that guy from the UK not too long ago that put that old World War II mortar round up his ass. Of course, he told the doctors that he tripped and fell on it, which was hilarious. That was... I loved that story just for that aspect of it. I tripped and fell on the mortar when right up there. No, you didn't you took yourself out to a nice dinner and then you went home and you intentionally jammed an explosive up your ass (laughs) That's I Wonder where he took himself out to prior to Where did the man from the UK take himself to eat? prior to the insertion of the mortar I Don't know I Don't know where do you think? You can send those in with your Super Chats and anything else. Where do you think the man from the UK took himself out to, Where do you think he whined and dined himself prior to... <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas. Here we go. This one was... this. I like this story. My buddy sent this to me this morning. Um, WWE Hall of Famer Jim Hacksaw Duggan wrestled down a home invader, held him at gunpoint until cops arrived. That's right, Hacksaw doesn't need a home security system. He is the home security system. The 68-year-old WWE Hall of Famer, known for carrying around a menacing beam of wood straight out of the walking uh, the walking tall, uh, straight out of walking tall, shared the story of an intruder that broke into his home in Kershaw County, South Carolina before coming face to barrel with Duggan's 44 caliber pistol. The story of how he detained the intruder was stone cold. Hacksaw detailed on December 8th. The intruder, believed to be in his mid-20s, entered the home and got in a wrestling match with Hacksaw. He was promptly overtaken by Hacksaw and held at gunpoint as the wrestler and wife, Deborah. I haven't even told my wife, Deborah yet. Called authorities. The man was visibly frightened after he was subdued by Duggan. Who still got the moves after years of reti- after, uh, into retirement. According to Hacksaw, the trespasser claimed he was on the run from people within the neighborhood on the hunt looking out to kill him. Hacksaw shouted out the quick response from the cops in a tweet. So there you go. So he just uh, did what he had to do. That must suck being chased by people through the neighborhood want to kill you and you end up into you end up in the house of a former wrestler with a 44 with a 44 no less all right a little bit of news out of arizona carrie lake discusses this morning's court hearing on bannon's war room at tp usa america fest with huge crowd behind her lake's interview began with huge crowd chanting her name the gateway pundit reported on carrie lake's first major address since the stolen election last night uh, since the stolen election last night at America Fest, where she promised never to give up on her fight to secure Arizona's elections. And an epic troll on the fake news media and the radical left, Carrie Lake declared, I identify as a proud, election-denying, deplorable, and my pronouns are I won. That's a good one. Uh, the Gateway Pundit has written numerous reports. Let's see, where is this? Um, uh, a runback... Whistleblower revealed in Lake's filing that hundreds of thousands of ballots had no chain of custody documentation. This is a shocking and massive violation of the law. 25,000 ballots were added to Maricopa County's totals after election day with no explanation of why the number of remaining ballots could increase. Also, tens if not hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots with mismatched signatures were illegally counted in violation of Arizona law. A cybersecurity expert testified in the lawsuit that Maricopa County intentionally planned in-person voting disaster on election day where printers and tabulators failed Republican voters at more than 59% Uh, of the 223 vote centers on Election Day. Voters on Election Day turned out for Carrie Lake by a ratio of around 3 to 1, and they were forced to wait for four hours in line in some respects, in some cases, and some were told that they could not vote. So uh, Judge Peter Thompson has not made a ruling on the matter, and the evidentiary hearings are currently scheduled for December 21st and 22nd. Watch the entire hearing there. That, that's what's going on. So um, I heard that it was count two and count four that are going to be taken up. And other ones were dismissed. And that is on intentional nature of it and also of um, some other tabulation error. Any, Anyway, I mean, it's uh, it is a big deal. And I always root for people in their state of doing what they have to do. If they have to live with this this Katie Hobbs for four to eight years, because ain't nothing going to get changed in state without your governor being on board, especially since the Supreme Court has given everybody the, the permission to go out there and violate Article 2 then we're, we're looking at a couple of big election cycles without Pennsylvania and Arizona really in play because there's no way you're going to be... A, you can beat them by, by by 3%, they'll find 3.1 to overtake it. It doesn't matter. You can beat them by 80,000 votes, they'll find 80,001. It just doesn't matter anymore. But I'm always, always happy for people in their respective states putting up a fight where a fight can be made. So I like it. I like it. I have some Russia for you when we get back from the intro. We're going we're in going to start the show right now. When we get back, we got that. Then we got Omnibus. Then we got Twitter 8. Second half, so much more. I'll be getting to your super chats throughout it all. I might even leave on leave the, uh, the lines open in the first half too, once all the heavy reading is out of the way. But I'm glad that you're here with me tonight, everybody. I really am. With that being said, we will be right back. Don't go anywhere.
1: You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a 100 to 1. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back.
2: Does anybody else want to stay?
3: Let's ride!
0: Me hanging there, Perry.
3: Playbells ring. Are you listening? Yes. In the lane, snow is glistening. No
0: snow yet.
3: A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking, Walking in the
0: a winter. winter it, is a, is the it is 7 17 p.m. An and I'm getting ready to launch this one off we put we laid um we laid pam to rest today took long enough but i'm glad i was able to get that all together and um that was just a very surreal day and for me for me the heavy lifting has just begun this is the first time i've ever been asked by a friend or a- anyone to settle their estate it's one of those things that I agreed to because I thought the day would actually like never come. Like, yeah, sure, no doubt about it. Like, you understand this is a big responsibility. Oh no, I understand. I'm a responsible person. But what are we talking about here? Like, thirty years? Don't worry about it. So um, I probably won't be able to give you updates on that, but it'll be going on behind the scenes, and it might contribute to some moods I'm in. But I will never take it out on you. I'll never take it out on you. I'll take it out on other people other people that we talk about uh throughout the night so if i'm sp- if i'm particularly salty and venomous on any and any evenings oh he must be he must be in the thick of it off air and you'd be right all right all right so here's the first thing i have for you this is from the kremlin because i have a, i i told you that th- this is all going on behind the scenes while we're Well, we're getting swept up in one thing or another, including the Twitter files. I mean, it's important, but this is, we haven't, we haven't backed away from the brink of this, you know. It has not cooled off. This is, what the hell, why is that still playing? Hold on a second. Why is Perry Como still playing? All right, here we go. Here's a headline from Zero Hedge. I have another one to back this one up. Kremlin, U.S. and Russia on the brink of a direct clash in Ukraine. The Kremlin is urgently calling, this is yesterday, on Washington to avoid further escalation over its support to Ukraine's military. On the same day that President Vladimir Putin made a rare statement or a state visit to neighboring Belarus where he literally skipped down the stairs, the dying man, the dying man every time every time that uh, that newsweek writes about him he's lo- he's lost a limb he has a new diagnosis the dying man the dying desperate man skipping down sk- skipping down the uh, the stairway from his plane like he's 12 years old on the same day that vladimir putin made a rare state visit to neighboring belarus amid growing fears that belarusian armed forces could enter the fighting in ukraine Russian Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zakharova said Monday that the United States' dangerous and short-sighted policy has put it on the brink of a direct clash with Moscow, according to state reports. Here's another quote. It is the U.S.'s desire to maintain American hegemony, at all costs, as well as its arrogant unwillingness to engage in serious dialogue on security guarantees, yeah, because it's it's only Ukrainians, it's only second and third third uh, what, what are the third second and third string Ukrainian boys and poles that are being sent in, sent to the slaughter. We're talking hundreds of thousands of de- dead, and the U.S. are able to offload some of their old some of their old equipment for tax write offs and whatever the hell else. That led to the current crisis, she continues, in reference to Moscow's last February February pre-invasion appeal for guarantees that Ukraine would not enter NATO. State media described the sharp words as a necessary reaction to U.S. State Department spokesperson Ned Price recently placing sole blame on Moscow for the rapid deterioration in U.S.-Russia relations. Price has characterized the sta- the current state of relations as unstable and unpredictable. Yeah, just remember remember stories. This story in particular, when we get to when we get to Twitter Files Part Eight, where Lee Fang reported on how Twitter quietly aided the Pentagon's covert online psyop campaign. Just if you want to remind yourself how multi-layered and how deep psychological operations go. And how, of course, all of this, reporting of the media, world conflicts, um, you know, people's perception of who our enemies and who our friends are, all of that ties directly into this. Zakharova continued in Monday's remarks. After the high-profile fiasco in Afghanistan, America is increasingly drawn into a new conflict, not only supporting the neo-Nazi regime in Kiev, financially and with weapons, but also increasing its military presence on the ground. While not specifying the precise accusation regarding the U.S. presence on the ground, it could be a reference to recent widespread reporting that U.S. intelligence has expanded its role in helping Ukrainians, especially with things like targeting, yes. Yes, there's no doubt about it that the U.S. Special Forces are in Ukraine. No doubt about it. Uh, Wasn't the 101st Airborne relocated to Poland? So, I mean, we're we're right there. This is a dangerous and short-sighted policy that puts the U.S. and Russia on the brink of a direct clash, the FM spokesperson said further. For its part... Moscow urges the Joe Biden administration to soberly assess the situation and not to unleash a spiral of dangerous escalation. We hope that they will hear us in Washington, though there is no reason for optimism so far. Then we have this. This is another one from Zero Hedge, written by Pepe Escobar. It was a long one, but we I have some things over here. Escobar news from the from the NATO stand imposed meat grinder. I want to get on down to right here red napoleon in the house meanwhile on the ground russia has gone deep operation strategy big time in several spots along the extensive front line they attack the points that are most likely to draw out poor ukrainian reserves hiding in the second line of defense when reserves come out through barren muddy lands and terrible roads to the rescue of frontline units The entire battalion or entire battalions are massacred. Russians never go deep into the third line where command and control may be located. What's in play is attrition warfare under deep operations strategy straight out of the playbook of the legendary Red Napoleon Field Marshal Mikhail uh, Tukhachevsky. Russia saves soldiers, personnel and equipment The whole thing works wonders in difficult terrain where vehicles get bogged down in rainy roads. This rinse-and-repeat tactic day in, day out for months on end has led to at least 400,000 Ukrainian casualties. Call it the epitome of attritional warfare. But NATO, of course, I'm skipping down to the end here. Um, But NATO... I I guess I'll go right over here. The The Collective West's myth of a Ukrainian victory against the Russian War of Attrition does not even qualify as a cosmic delusion. It's a lousy, lethal joke. The only way out would be to sit down at the negotiating table now, before the hammer, the next Russian offensive, comes down on the anvil, the existing front lines. But NATO, of course, as stultifying Stolenberg, keeps reminding the world does not do negotiations, as we were saying before, there's no negotiations, Uh, which in a sense may be a blessing as NATO may end up breaking up in a myriad of pieces. Totally humiliated on the ground, despite all its elaborate warmongering plans, Andrei Martinov, Martinov, sorry, these names, has been peerless "...has been peerless tracking the collective West's complete economic, moral, intellectual, and most of all, military degradation, everything drenched in lies, lousy PR, lousy public relations twists, and stupefying incompetence across the board." End quote. All this while Russia prepares for yet another defeat, like retaking all of Donbass, and then, who knows what then, a quick win for Russia would be a loss think about this with this whole idea like assessing this strategy as one of attrition a very slow drawn out war of attrition here where you're just drawing out more and more forces on the ukrainian nato side of things especially as more and more forces and battalions are massacred you're talking about less qualified and less experienced forces um they say here escobar pepe escobar says at least That a quick win Would actually be a loss because NATO would still exist No, Russia has to pace this So as it sucks in NATO Into the grinder Now um, as that goes on Obviously, that's the reporting from the other side you may disagree with it and whatever we can all disagree and I I, I'm I'm just as far away from the, the the ground in Ukraine in the in, in the battlefield as anybody else is so what do I know all I know is that I don't trust domestic media and I don't trust our government so I'm also I'm going to juxtapose what they say with what somebody else says and then when you see this stalemate at least in reporting where the PR spin is so ridiculously optimistic over here we know how this thing started there's really nothing noble about the entire war from the, the Ukrainian side the Ukrainian government side I always want to stress I know that real people, families, cultures are in distress right now because of the uh, the machinations of 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 the psychopaths that that run NATO and the United States and elsewhere. But um but you know there's that stalemate that no give no give whatsoever. It's only going to it's It's only going to increase the odds that something big and decisive has to happen because you know uh, Nobody can afford to do this forever. Nobody nobody can so there has to be something decisive and you can't just If you know that there's a serial killer on your on your tail Like NATO and the people who who run it are they're all serial killers And the and and not to absolve the uh, the Russian state for uh, of any of their own crimes, but When you see how the world is being actively reset, what are you going to do? Are you going to say say truce? you think they're really going to stop coming for you? There's got to be an end to this at some point. And that's why people keep bringing up Baba Vanga. Well, I also saw, I don't know, I have to look into this, that somebody said that there was another another, um, Russia-Ukraine gas export line that that was destroyed today. I don't know if that's real. I have to go read into it. It's too... It's happening too quickly now. But here's the blind psychic. Papavanga. A mystic. Who previously predicted 2022 droughts and 9-11. Warned we, would, uh, we could expect a nuclear explosion and bioweapons tests on humans in 2023. Now, Daily Mail is not going to report on it the way that I've gotten this stuff. Um, sent to me on her. Now, some of the wording over here is distorted. For example, it does not mean that there will be no... um, Hold on, let me see. Um, Let me see. Uh, Shoot. She warned to expect massive solar storms and bioweapons tests on humans. She also envisaged envisaged a nuclear explosion and an end to natural births in 2023. Now, this was interesting because around uh, a week ago... We got that really odd but predictable article. Where well, it is. Let me get it up over here. This was syndicated a few places. This is one of the websites I had to grab it that was not behind a paywall. Artificial womb facility that grows 30,000 babies. Imaginary video shocks the internet. The artificial womb facility, a large space with 30,000 growth pods or artificial wombs, which can grow 30,000 human babies, this is what is featured in a newly released concept video that is getting shock reaction on the internet. The video, which looks straight out of science fiction film, is purely imaginary at the moment. Uh, Well, what's on the film? I mean, the, the, the video is a... It's CGI film. But as far as the technology, it is not imaginary. It's here. Why do you think they're showing everybody the goats... Have you seen the sheep? Sheep in artificial womb. In the bags. Where the hell is it? Come on. it was incredible. Recreating the room. New hope for premature babies. That's what they're doing. They, they want to put babies back into bags. And, but, it, but it always starts out that way. Just like RFID chips. We're all about... We're all about making sure that you never lose your, you never lose your your dog again. And now, and now it's going to be for traveling and, you know, for all of your your medical information and your access to your banks and stuff like that. This is the way that it creeps on in. Uh, they're out there. Go ahead and take a look at a lamb grown in artificial womb. Lambs artificial wombs. They're showing you the the animals first. And then they'll tell you how it's going to be good for premature babies, which maybe in, in in a way it, it would be. But you have to understand that the people who are holding the reins in which direction we are going as a civilization, as a species, they, they don't actually care about making really good improvements to medical options people may have if they if they give birth to if, uh, if women give birth to a premature baby or something like that. This is something else. That's what they say. You can put a chip into your child so that god forbid they're kidnapped we know exactly where they are like lojack or something like that but now here we are living out the the plans of lockstep and agenda 2030 and we know exactly what the chips are all about so i i brought, i bring this up because baba vanga was talking about this now she was talking about thermonuclear war and she and i i think in some ways casey edgar casey talking about incinerating everything right up to berlin From Russia over so that those some of those visions were very serious very serious stuff but um, you know when it comes to not growing babies uh, she was only she it does not mean there would be no more natural births only artificial humans will first appear that's what that's what they're they're talking about of course people are still going to be having babies three you know two months from now but they were talking about, she was talking about how artificial births are going to start, artificial humans are going to start appearing. But again, are they going to start appearing? Are they going to be revealed for the first time? She also said that Vladimir, Babavanga. these are some of my notes from the, the last time we did this, would restore Christianity. She's talking about him in particular. This is before he was really a, a, a known, a known, uh, a really big known quantity. She said, Vladimir would restore Christianity in Russia and save the world from globalist satanic tyranny, not to be a world dictator, as you would probably get from many of these things over here. Uh, The EU said, EU ended in 2017. That might mean, um, what the hell did I leave off the rest of my notes? What the hell that might mean? I don't know. Anyway, Baba Vanga. Baba Vanga. Wanted to bring that up again. All right, 734. Really quick break. When we come back, we're going to be jumping into our wonderful threads. Wonderful threads over here on on Twitter, both with the volume 8 and with the omnibus. Isn't that fun? It's going to be. Don't go anywhere.
4: It could not stand. And so alone and battling debilitating hot flashes in his kitchen, fighting the urge to open yet another bag of chips ahoy, Adam Kinzinger fought back. Literally evil, he wrote in a late-night response to Cat Turd. If I met you in person, it would not end well for you, sicko. Whoa! <laughs> Hear that, Cat Turd? It will not end well for you. That's not a pillow fight Adam Kinzinger is talking about. That's a full-on slap fight with hair pulling. This is real. You'd better apologize. Our heart goes out to Cat Turd tonight, who's probably cowering in a litter box somewhere, waiting for Adam Kinzinger to show up with sharpened nails. Mock the Ukrainian flag? Get scratched! Those are the rules, Cat Turd. It's a tough town. Meow! But speaking of how it will all end, how's it going to end for Adam Kinzinger? Well, we suspect it'll end like it began, in anonymity. In just weeks, Adam Kinzinger will be another CNN contributor, no one will ever see him again. But we will never forget him. Adam Kinzinger will live forever in our hearts as an example of what a man can be when he stops trying to be a man and unleashes the emotionally fragile divorced single mom within. Have another glass of Chardonnay and listen to me cry. Yes, Ms. Kinzinger, we will. So here it is, one last time. I never expected a day to be
5: quite as emotional for me as it has been, but you guys won. (laughs) You guys held. You know, democracies are not defined by our bad
4: days. Au revoir, Adam Kinzinger. See you at Soul Fight. You're
1: listening to Quite Frankly.
0: All right. You guys won. You held. I don't like you, Adam. Don't like you at all. I think you're a big bitch, actually. I think he's a big bitch. And, uh, I don't know. He'll be working somewhere, stupid. He should be, um... He should be disinfecting all of the ball pit balls at... At, uh... At Burger King. They should have Adam Kinzinger single, like taking each ball in the ball pit at Burger King out one by one and wiping them down. And I hope he gets in Patigo while he's in the ball pit and just, you know, swimming through everybody's snot, the snot balls. All right, what else is there? Here we go. Dan Bishop, Representative Dan Bishop, 9th District of North Carolina. You have to read a little bit of this. it only take a little a little bit for you to, to, to lose your lunch. My team and I are reading through the omnibus bill today. All one point seven trillion dollars of it, it's four thousand one hundred fifty five pages of it. It expressly prohibits CBP funding from being used to improve the border security. So that's it. To acquire, maintain, or extend border security technology and capabilities, except for technology and capabilities to improve border patrol processing. Okay? So there you go. There's the border patrol. But at the same time, allocates $410 million toward border security for Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, Tunisia, and Oman. America last in action. Enhance border security. And of course, 1.4 billion dollars for membership in global multilateral organizations, including the UN. The word salmon appears 48 times in the bill. 48 times, Alaska Salmon Research Task Force. Oh, my! Salmon are essential element for the well-being and health of Alaskans. Great. Then the uh, the state legislature over there in Alaska should be looking over the books, looking over state income, and wondering what they can do, how they can put all of their very smart Alaskan brains together to figure out how to save the salmon. How to save the salmon. There's a unique relationship between people of indigenous heritage and the salmon they rely on for sustenance and, uh, or subsistence and traditional and cultural practices. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Alaska. $65 million for salmon. $3 million for bee-friendly, bee-friendly highways. And another $5 million for the salmon. Another An additional five. And this is the kind of stuff, this is the kind of money that is thrown in there. When you have 4,155 pages of shit and two days to pass it, nobody's reading it all. There's no debate. This is 4,155 pages that could probably be broken down into 400 bills or more. And Congress, as a member of Congress, you are supposed to be debating and voting on every solitary one, but because they wanna spend more time doing their nails and doing TikTok videos and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez with with her, uh, her garden, at her apartment and her Instagram live they can't be at they can't be at work all the time they have a lot of things that they have to do anybody anybody who votes for this regardless of their party affiliation be it republican or democrat or whatever the hell else anybody who votes affirmative on something like this should be arrested as they leave the chamber cast their vote it's in the affirmative okay you're arrested you're under arrest you're under arrest. Good. You're under arrest. Great. Thank you. You're d- working in direct contravention of the of the uh, the republic. Direct contravention. You took it. They took an oath. They took an oath to the constitution. Okay. I understand that, that we're we're so far beyond that being uh, anything that means anything. But for 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 God's sake, let's let's throw them in jail. Let's end them. Throw them in jail. It's over. Let's keep going. One more sinister note. There's at least $575 million for family planning in areas where population growth threatens biodiversity. What? Does that mean? Malthusianism is a disturbing and anti-human ideology that should have zero place in any federal program. Should be made available for family planning, including areas where population growth threatens biodiversity or endangered species population growth of people if there is too much so what does that mean you're going to kill how many people are you going to kill in new york city where there's so many people there that, that, that what what wildlife lives in new york city when was the last time a deer ran through central park are they still there what about all the squirrels the only thing that's thriving in new york city are the rats How many people in New York City are you going to uh, depopulate so that we can get some biodiversity on that island in Manhattan and the other four boroughs? What are we going to do about that? $65 million in two programs for Senator Leahy and a federal building named for Nancy Pelosi. Jeez, 65 million. Think about all the things you couldn't buy for people you love. Think about all the vacations you could not take this year. Please think about that and remember it remember it think about all 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 the corners you had to cut here are just a handful of the many earmarks in the bill including 3.6 million dollars for the michelle obama trail the michelle obama trail i i wouldn't even give that a thousand dollars to clean the poison ivy anybody that goes on her trail deserves to have an itch for a couple of days a new uh, a few more earmarks $477,000 for anti-racist training from the equity institute you can shove that right up my ass $3 million for LGBT plus museum in new york city wow wow $3 million for a gay museum aren't most of the museums out there gay it's like what, the entire city is a gay museum It's the I I can't I can't you you walk down It's just it's just theft It's just theft 1.2 million dollars services for uh, deferred action recipients so non non Non-citizens 1.2 million dollars for non-citizens. That's not going to any illegal alien Who needs a, a nice warm meal that's going to administrators that that's this is skim This is all skim money. $4.1 million in various career programs for one of the richest counties in US, Fairfax. Fairfax County, $4.1 million. An additional $47 billion in Ukraine. More. If an additional $47 billion in Ukraine funding isn't enough for you, the bill also authorizes a Ukrainian independence park right here in DC. Right here in DC The mind control The attack It's just it's just fucked up. It's just so screwed Monuments for journalists and service animals I'm okay with the service animals I'm okay. I was very happy that somebody that somebody uh, uh, that they erected funded put together a uh, monument for all of the nine eleven service dogs. That was wonderful. Service animals, they need monuments, 100%. Journalists? W- what do journalists need? I don't even know. I can't even come up with anything clever right now. They don't deserve to be remembered. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. The bill also renames 24, 25 post offices. They have to rename them. They're probably all racist. In addition to the dozens we've already renamed this season, I'm amazed that we aren't. We haven't run out of post office to rename yet. It's bound to happen eventually. But I want to know why they they were changed. Probably too many white people. Too many white names. Too many white names. Um... Last year's administrative expenses for the Vax Industry Trust Fund were $13.2 million. It's now 15.2. That's a 15% increase, anticipating a 50% increase in vaccine injuries. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough money to fix the damage that's been done. If you think $15 million, $13 million was enough to put into a vaccine injury trust fund. You are many tens of billions many, many tens of billions away from what you would need to actually uh, pay restitution. And then that has nothing to do with the people who need to be in jail and spend the rest of their lives and the next life in jail for what they did to twist people's arms into taking part in this, uh, this, this, this ongoing public experiment. So, but here's another, here's the thing, since it, all this kind of ties in with mind control. This is from Lee Fang. It's not too long. This is Twitter Files part eight, just came out today at 3.02 p.m. How Twitter quietly aided the Pentagon's covert online psyop campaign. Despite promises to shut down covert state-run propaganda networks, Twitter docs show that the social media giant directly assisted the U.S. military's influence operations. Twitter has claimed for years that they make concerted efforts to detect and thwart government-backed platform manipulation. Here is Twitter testifying to Congress about its pledge to rapidly identify and shut down all state-backed covert information operations and deceptive propaganda. Uh, so they have they have a little bit of the uh, the Twitter define define state-backed information, defining it and saying we, we shut it all down. We all we already know that there was a lot of hundreds of millions of dollars that were um, that were exchanged. In creating this marriage between Twitter and the FBI for the Hunter Biden thing, um, which they had to have planned, they had to have been planning for a long time because the FBI knew about that for a while. And still, to this day, we aren't talking about the incredible amount of sex crimes on there. We're still only going—I um, mean, still we're, we're covering it in, a su- in substantive ways, but Lee Fang continues. But behind the scenes, Twitter gave approval and special protection to the U.S. military's online psychological influence operations. Despite knowledge that Pentagon propaganda accounts use covert identities, Twitter did not suspend many for around two years or more. Some remain active. In 2017, a U.S. Central Command official sent Twitter a list of 52 Arab language accounts that, quote, we use to amplify certain messages. The official asked for priority service for 6 accounts, verification for 1, and a whitelist abilities for the other. There's your verification. That's how much you should you should uh, trust the old verification system. That's why they loved it so much. They made them feel great. I've attached a list. The first 6 on the list are priority accounts. Ideally, we could have them verified, blue check mark, and whitelisted if there is such a thing. One of them Ye- Yemen current is currently not indexing. At Justice AR currently has a request in for verification, but haven't heard anything back. The rest of our accounts we use to amplify certain messages. Ideally, they could be whitelisted as well. Again, it's uh, if it's too big an ask, the first six are priority. If you need any sort of paperwork or verification from our office or SOCOM, uh, please just let me know to amplify certain messages. Astroturfing, astroturfing, and and whatever message they amplify people like your aunt your naive cousins all that stuff that they go into the into they see a tweet and then they go into the comment sections to see what everybody else's opinions are and then they start adopting opinions based on what they're seeing and based on how the bios of all of these accounts that are tweeting kind of mirror their outlook on the world a Loyal Democrat believer, in you know global citizen, uh, you know, hashtag this or that blue wave A ukrainian flag a rainbow flag all of a sudden you it's okay. I trust this person and Meanwhile, it's u.s. Central Command It's USA. It's u.s. Central Command uh, using sock puppet accounts because they know that the 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 human mind is so malleable it's just the same day sentcom sent the list twitter officials used the tool to grant a special whitelist tag that essentially provided verification status to the accounts without the blue check meaning they are exempt from spam and abuse flags more visible and likely to trend on hashtags even if they are blocked if even if they are marked as spam by people who can sniff this out a mile away They are exempt from any of the limitations that would be put on someone like you or I You and me you and I The centcom accounts On the list tweeted frequently about U.S. military priorities in the Middle East, including promoting anti-Iran messages, promotion of the Saudi Arabia-U.S.-backed war in Yemen, and accurate U.S. drone strikes, or or they they say accurate U.S. drone strikes that claim have only hit terrorists, which we know that a huge amount, I mean, we're talking about over 90%, kill innocents. Nobody did it more than Obama, too. Killed a lot of children bombed a lot of hospitals, a lot of wedding parties. If there were no reasons for the Middle East to hate the U.S. prior to 9-11, there certainly are now because we've killed enough people to have some real resentment last for at least 200 years. CENTCOM then shifted strategies and deleted disclosures of ties to Twitter accounts. The bios of the accounts changed seemingly organic profiles. One bio reads, Euphrates Pulse the other one used an apparent deep fake profile pic and claimed to be a source of Iraqi opinion. One Twitter official who spoke to me and said he feels deceived by the covert shift. Still, many emails from throughout 2020 show that high-level Twitter executives were well aware of the Department of Defense's vast network of fake accounts and covert propaganda and did not suspend the accounts. For example, Twitter lawyer jim baker mused in july 2020 email about the upcoming dod meeting that the pentagon used poor tradecraft in setting up its network and were seeking strategies for not exposing the accounts that are quote linked to each other or to dod or the usg end quote well I, i mean how many times did have i reminded you guys of how the fbi would actually dox themselves in in um in court papers by showing inside of these, these court papers and all of the, uh, the materials that they're bringing to court about extremism online and all that stuff, that they are actually, by and large, on 4chan and 8chan posting and, 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 just, and just shit posting about Russia, uh, about the Jews, about all this other stuff. And people are just calling them out laughing at them because they glow. And they dox themselves sometimes in court because because they, the, the trip codes and you know how it, when you're on 4chan and you're, you're hanging out, if you ever put a comment into any of the threads, you know, right over there, it'll say you. Because everything's anonymous, it'll say you in parentheses just for you. So you can at least keep track of your own replies. These idiots, these morons go and they take screenshots of this shit. They put it into court documents when they're presenting their case and they dox themselves for actually being the uh, the, the, the assholes that we know that they are in the threads. Uh, Stacia, Stacia, Stacia Cardile, another Twitter attorney, replied that the Pentagon wanted a skiff and may want to retroactively classify its social media activities, quote, to obfuscate their activity in this space, and that this may represent an overclassification to avoid embarrassment. In several other 2020 emails, high-level Twitter executives, lawyers, uh, and lawyers discussed the covert network and even recirculated the 2017 list from CENTCOM and shared another list of 157 undisclosed Pentagon accounts, again mostly focused on Middle East military issues. In 2020 email, uh, May 2020 email, while Antifa and BLM were burning down structures outside the White House and getting away with it, Twitter's Lisa Roman emailed the DOD with two lists. One list was uh, was accounts, quote, previously provided to us, end quote, and another list Twitter detected. The accounts tweeted in Russian and Arabic on U.S. military issues in Syria and ISIS, and many also did not disclose Pentagon ties. Many of these secretive U.S. military propaganda accounts, despite detection by Twitter as late as 2020, but potentially earlier, continued tweeting through this year. Some not suspended until May 2022 or later, according to records I reviewed in August of 2022, a Stanford internal uh, Internet observatory report exposed the U.S. military covert propaganda uh, network on Facebook, Telegram, Twitter and other apps using fake news portals and deep fake images and memes against U.S. foreign adversaries. The U.S. propaganda network re- relentlessly pushed narrative against Russia, China, and other foreign countries. They accused Iran of threatening Iraq's water security and flooding the country with crystal meth, and of harvesting organs organs of Afghan refugees. We're almost done. The Stanford report did not identify all of the accounts in the network, but they did name uh, name. Uh, but the one that they did name. Was the exact same Twitter account Sentcom asked for the whitelist privileges in its 2017 email? I verified via Twitter's internal tools the account used an AI created deep fake image. That is not a real person. That's not a real person. It's a composite of many of the faces it found on the internet. In subsequent reporting, Twitter was cast as an unbiased hero for removing, quote, a network of fake user accounts promoting pro-Western policy positions. A media covering the story described Twitter as evenly applying its policies and proactive in suspending the DoD network. The reality is much more murky. Twitter actively assisted CENTCOM's network going back to 2017 and as late as 2020, knew that these accounts were covert and designed to deceive and to manipulate discourse, a violation of Twitter's policies and promises. (coughs) They waited years to suspend. Twitter's comms team was closely in touch with reporters, working to minimize Twitter's role. When the Washington Post reported on the scandal, Twitter officials congratulated each other because the story didn't mention any Twitter employees and focused largely on the Pentagon. The con, you see, he, that's all the whole point. The Pentagon will gladly take on the slings and arrows of public, um, of public scorn and ridicule. The government is is totally fine with being you know, everybody's saying "Oh, the fuck the government or something like that I mean look at what they've been able to get away with and they're still there. They're still in business It's still the same families the same money. It's still the same people the same organizations They haven't even had to really change their names too much Um, So they say that's fine. The real thing that we need to do is continue to um, to project this image of integrity within big tech because that's where everybody is really getting their information and that is the buffer that we have let them let them come and attack us over here at the pentagon nobody likes us anyway here or abroad but twitter let's just keep that uh, let's keep that our sacred place though we had our suspicions but now we have our proof here is my reported piece oh that's it so that's lee fang did all that The conduct with the U.S. military's covert network stands in stark contrast with how Twitter has boasted about rapidly identifying and taking down covert accounts tied to state-backed influence operations, including Thailand, Russia, Venezuela, and others since 2016. So I just want to, and to think that you have that clown, you have that crazy psycho stewardess Corinne Jean-Pierre, the press secretary out there saying that January 6th, again, is the worst attack to happen to this country since the Civil War. You have that crazy psycho stewardess out there saying that. And in the past week alone, again, the difference between confirmation and disclosure. We have more confirmation that the national security state, the entirety of the national security state, its main priority is to control everything. From the outcome of elections to the outcome of conversation. From the outcome of elections to the outcome of conversations we have. And of course, we got added confirmation that that same national security state assisted in the murder of a president in 1963. That's what we got in the last week. But the psycho stewardess, Corinne Jean-Pierre, Goes out there and has, and, and can, with a straight face and her, and her hands. Um, um, January 6th is the worst attack since the Civil War. I We've been saying this um, uh, with, with, with the bouncy, with the bouncy hair, hair bouncing all over the place, hands flying all over the place. January 6th, the, uh, the mosh pit, worst attack since the Civil War. The, <laughs> well, you can only believe it if you have no brain. If you have no brain, so what well you say, okay, well, this is all great. What could be done? I uh, well, I mean, what can't you, you expect the Congress that just passed the omnibus bill, 1.7 trillion dollars to start what? Uh, reprimanding the national security apparatus is not going to do shit. Oh, okay, spank me harder, daddy. And then you have um, they're never going to disband the FBI. Maybe uh, Jim Jordan will bring uh, Christopher Ray before a, uh, a, a committee hearing sometime in February, and Jim Jordan will again uh, have a solid performance, and Christopher Ray with his cock nose will, gee golly darn tootin' for for a whole hour, gee golly darn tootin' or, 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 the, the good people of the FBI for a whole hour and not say anything, and that's all it's going to be. Now, what I would I would say if we go back to anything else that we've. Any conversation we've had with Chris Ann Hall over the last couple of years, I would love to see some movement in states all across the union. State legislatures should be drafting bills right now that expel all of these federal bureaus from operating within their borders. It should. Be, I would love to see the states doing. I would love to see sheriffs and legislatures drafting bills to expel all of these unconstitutional federal bureaus from operating within their borders that's that would be a great way of doing it and of course sending the you know whatever they whatever tax money they send over to to DC it should be tax money minus whatever the hell their portion of FBI and everything else. hey listen get the calculators out there that's what I hope happens all right it is eight o'clock. We're gonna come right back. I'm gonna get into your super chats. We're gonna take some calls, and then we'll do uh, we'll do some we'll do some other stuff. First hour is done. It was dense, but it was fun. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Thank you, everybody.
4: Thank you. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly.
3: Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite
2: frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite
4: frankly. Quite frankly. Quite
2: frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly? Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. We all support quite frankly. Quite frankly. Let's go, Brandon. Not quite. Quite frankly, in Roma, Italia. I really like you. You're very smart. So,
5: everybody, watch. Quite frankly,
2: with Frank.
5: Quite frankly,
2: how
0: dare you! (laughs) Mhm. <laughs> All right. Let me just make sure I've got noise. All right. Oh wait, one other thing. One other thing. So now we're going into your super chats and we're going to kick back a little bit more and relax. Relaxing is something I'd like to do. So here we go, first things first, Wade Fitchell. Wade Fitchell says, You are the fucking man, Frank. Keep killing and have a very Merry Christmas. I- I'm wishing the same for you, Wade. I'm wishing the same for you. And... I think we up our game every year. Every year, a little something new changes and it gives us gives me especially a good amount of time to adjust to the next level and stay comfortable stay cozy you know not getting thrown into the fire or anything like that i like the steps that were taken and i like that because the new people who come into the show who find it for the first time it's more of a chance that they are finding the same kind of environment and the same kind of product that many of you who have been here for many years have known consistently. That's what I want. That's what I want. Stovstube says just dropping by with a little contribution for tonight's show, my good man. Hello Franklys. Hello Stow Stube. Hello to everybody. Kala Alan and Gracelyn says this is from my granddaughter Graceland she's six and watches with me oh I hope that all my disclaimers I hope when my uh when, when my little stepniece Graceland hears me say all right all right children just leave the room for a little bit I hope she leaves or put put those earmuffs on Uh oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, she watches with me. Her message to you is Hi Frank, you're very funny. My grandma and me sing your whole intro together. Merry Christmas, Frank. Merry Christmas, Frank. Well, that's awesome. You know what I'll do for you, Gracelyn? My intro is uh that is Shine Down, Son of Sam. It's a hard little ditty. I understand. I've never played that in a drum in a in a, a drum jam, and I, I'm gonna be doing that. I'm gonna be doing that soon. More and more, I have to knock the rust off a little bit. But I promise you that I will put the intro song into my playlist and play along to it, the full thing, because it's. I think it's a great song, hard and heavy, and uh, I know I know he does he does take the Lord's name in vain. Um. But um, it's a I think it's a pretty sick song And I'm glad that you and Grandma uh, Sing it together in, in some respects Ken McNeil says Hope you, Lauren and Aurora Have wondrous Christmas Thanks for all that you do, Frank God bless Thank you, Ken It's great to have you out there And thank you for all the, the emails And the thoughts And I get so many emails from any of you And I remember Don't change your, e- your, your email addresses Or your screen names Because then I'll start forgetting who you are Remember, it's a very delicate thing my memory here when you deal with so many people and their alter egos on the internet. Uh, a, A Hugh Dick says, Merry Christmas. I love what you do. Keep on keeping on. Thank you, Hugh. Degenerate Dan is back. Says, number one, there's no better show that interacts with their audience more than quite frankly. Thank you. Thank you for saying so. And, and by the way, no, and number two, I hope I win the Swan Raffle. Maybe he can throw in red Speedos. Then I'll mail them to King for Valentine's Day. That would be nice. That would be like a three-way trade. Yeah, the Swan Raffle is going to be great on, on Friday. Because I, he said he was going to send a little gold, a little silver. I thought it was going to be a little chip of gold, which would be fine. That's just, that's really nice. But when I saw five grams, I said, whoa. And then when I saw the silver, I was expecting a, I was expecting a... You know, one troy ounce. But then I saw the thickness. I said, "Oh, damn." Okay, so they're getting. That's gonna be nice. It really is. And as far as interaction goes, if you feel like you want to interact more, then you can become a monthly sponsor, because then you get you get emailed or uh, provided the Sunday unlisted stream link link every Sunday when we hang out for like an hour or so on a Sunday. I usually do a workout and talk to the talk to the audience. It's only. I think maximum 40 people it's very intimate everybody gets to everybody's saying stuff and we're all talking it's great This is a different animal paula bernie says merry christmas to you aurora lauren and the rest of the family Thank you You'll be able to tell them that on friday Lease breaker says the most dangerous gift i've ever gotten was my skateboard i've broken my wrist broken my foot I have ollied over every single kid in my neighborhood That's awesome. It changed my life for the better and brought amazing people into it. I'm still skating 24 years later. Lease Breaker, Lauren, um, I was very close to buying another skateboard about a year ago. Then Lauren crushed my dreams. She crushed, crushed my dreams by making me feel like I was I was going to be mangled and I would I would regret it. I uh, I was gonna go and I didn't know what I was gonna do the last board. I had it was a birdhouse I've had i obviously never it was just all casual skating, but We could do some stuff. we were doing some grinds and some some uh, some some lip slides and and shove its and Different types of uh, other things, but I was just starting to land that kickflip, and then it just high school. You know who told me? Skip, Skip told me. And he said, "You're gonna get rid of that skateboard in uh, in high school. You watch. As soon as you get your, as soon as you get your your driver's license, say goodbye to that skateboard." And it, it actually happened before I got my driver's license that I said goodbye to the skateboard because we started doing a lot more the band. When we started taking the band, Hold on. <laughs> Lauren just texted me. She said, Geez, sorry I care about you and your old man bones. <laughs> how dare you? It's, you see how crushing that is? You see how crushed. I am. This is just like I'm flattened at every turn. Um,. What was I talking about? Oh, well, I didn't want to... I mean, I I didn't want to, you know, break a leg or something like that in high school because we started playing in the band a lot more, and the last thing you need as a drummer is to have one of your legs broken when you need to work the pedals. So I, you know, Skip was right about that. But, um... But, yeah, that's awesome, Lease Breaker. I would still like to just get one and not start jumping down... jumping down... uh staircases like we used to do or anything like that. I would just like to to cruise, you know? And I'd still pop an ollie. I can still pop an ollie, no doubt. It would probably be not smooth. Wouldn't be as smooth as it used to be. But I I think I would catch on to it pretty quick. CB Joey says, Merry Christmas, Frank, and the rest of the Quite Frankly family. Love to you all. Thank you, Joey. Eric Seha. Says Merry Christmas to all the the Frankleys and their families, and of course to you and yours as well, Frankie. I don't have a big family, and my daughter's fifteen; doesn't like to visit these days. Don't say that, Eric. But what you share, uh, family-wise, in the show brings me joy. Thank you, Big Irk. Irk's been watching the show for a long time. You know, since you called me Frankie there. Uh, Aurora came up to me the other day and she said uh, I'm I'm in the kitchen, I'm doing something. She goes, Dad. And I and I heard her getting closer, so I didn't say anything. Dad? Then she comes up to me. She's right right by my uh, my leg. She goes, Daddy, and then and then she gets in front of me and she goes, Fanky. I looked down at her, I said, What did you just say? And she went. She she had this little devious smile. She went, Frankie. She learned me and Lauren's names. Um, she learned it it came up once and she remembered it. So when Dad and Daddy doesn't work, she'll say Frankie because of course she hears Lauren saying it, and she she's called Lauren, Arin, a couple of times. So (laughs) she (laughs) she learned our names. So there's that. Just throwing that out there. A little bit of something. Um, yeah, I like this. Carmel. Carmel says, Here is... Here's to a Christmas filled with joy, love, and magic only kiddos can bring. God bless you, Lauren and Aurora. Little Nugget. Yeah, they're extra, they're extra special to me this year. Definitely muddling through this year. Felipe BDE says, Speak truth even if your voice shakes. That happens sometimes. Thank you, Felipe. It's great to have you out there. And Dragon Cat says, Giving you more because you're just the best at interacting with the audience. William O'Neill, thank you for the tip. Thank you, Dragon Cat and William O'Neill. All right, over to Rockfin. We've got some good stuff on Rockfin. Todd Fife received, Thank you so much. Received in good health and thank you gene audino. Merry Christmas. Frank love to you both Thank you citizen Chuck on rumble says Fred Astaire Skateboarded into his 70s. Just keep just to keep in shape. Are you serious? You serious Clark? I Didn't know that Fred Astaire skateboarded Well looks like Lauren's got nothing to Nothing to hold on me now one way Mel says, Merry, Merry, Frank. It's my birthday, and I'm honored to spend the evening with you and the Frankly family. Cheers. Oh, Mel. Happy birthday to you. I hope that you're staying warm tonight. I know it's very cold where you are. Thank you for that. And thank you, Nana Nose. Says, Merry Christmas, Frank, Lauren, and Aurora. Love, quite frankly, and your family. Tremendous. Spud Hill. I always look forward to your show, Frank. Merry Christmas to you, your family, and guests. Blessing for the next year. Well, those blessings I hope to share with you all, because we all need them. We all need them, and I'll get around to Foxhole in just a little bit, just a little bit. I had an inkling. I'm going to put over. I'm going to open up the lines. It's eight seventeen. We'll take this to the bottom of the 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 uh, the hour. Nine one four five nine five six nine five three. You can call in, talk, ask, you know, mention whatever the hell you want. It could be about prophecy. It could be about dangerous toys, it could be whatever. Whatever has been going on in the last couple of shows that you want to comment on, call in. And in the meantime, I'm gonna do some Babylon B articles because we won't be able to do them early uh, later on in the week. Ready? Here's the first one up. Ex Twitter employee scores new job working for FBI due to past experience working for the FBI. They never miss. They never miss at the at the Babylon B. They just never miss. It's fantastic. Here's another one. Congress, here's a headline. Congress warns of government shutdown if we don't fund Ukraine by Friday. <laughs> it's becoming that severe. It's actually not even funding Ukraine as you can see you can see they're they're fighting until the last Ukrainian data But they don't really care obviously they put a lot of money into the geographical location. That is Ukraine It is a it is an international money launder money laundry a laundromat and If you think that these billions of dollars trillions of dollars Is going anywhere, but our our fearless leaders pockets in one way or another. You got another thing coming. 914-595-6953. Headline Elon Musk hides five golden tickets in Teslas to find one worthy of taking over Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it does have that Charlie in the Chocolate Factory feel, does it? Does it not? Headline blithering idiot of a husband arranges throw pillows in wrong order. Sometimes I feel like that, although I feel bad because Lauren has not taken out any of her Christmas throw pillows. She has a massive amount of them, and we don't have them up. I don't have any of my my, uh, Christmas shirts. This is the week that I should be wearing my Christmas t-shirts all the way throughout the week, and I don't have them. So I'm going to have to go dig those out tomorrow, though it might be too late for the throw pillows. I guess we're just going to have to wait until next year. Maybe we'll have a bigger couch next year, and then Lauren can go buy new pillows. Headline, Hallmark researchers say they are close to developing a second movie plot. No need, no need. That is why Hallmark movies are the best. They are completely, innocently predictable and that's all people want these days something predictable and reliable headline chris tomlin proud to unveil completely new and original christmas song silent night <laughs> elon headline elon to stay as twitter ceo after counting all the mail-in votes he is now that, yeah, that's right now he is now leapt ahead so he's, he's still the CEO. I don't know. I don't think, like I said, there's a there's a plan behind that vote. Obviously bot, bot swarming study. We'll see how the hell that pans out. But if this was real, if this was real and he was intending to walk away, then he already had somebody lined up. I really don't think that this is like a uh, an open tryout on Twitter right now when the Lex Friedmans of the world are putting their hat in the into the uh, the mix. I don't think it's I just can't believe that to be the case. Let's do a couple more. 914-595-6953 call in whenever you like. We've got somebody hanging out in uh, Discord. I'll bring them in in just a moment. Headline, Washington Post lowers flag to half-staff for journalists suspended from Twitter. Did you see that they put up on Wikipedia? It was called like the, uh, I don't know, something massacre, the Twitter massacre? Because there was a, a dozen or so shit fake journalists that were temporarily suspended from the platform. Like, talk about melodramatic. Everything, it's melodrama, 100%. Over and over again. Let's see here. Mush. What's going on, Mush? Kemakim. Mush, you there? Nope. They bounced right out. They're no longer there. I guess it's just you and me. Oh. <laughs> Here's another headline for the Babylon Bee. It's not funny, but it is. Canadian Life Alert. You know, that's the uh, the little pendant that all of our elderly wear whenever they need help. If they've fallen down, they can't get up. Canadian life alert just euthanizes you when you push the button. So don't push the button. If you want to live, come with me. If you want to live somebody in the, in the comments there said, don't give them any ideas. Um, and here's one last one. Journalists headline. Journalists warn a frightening trend where the rules apply to them. Yes. And there's a, uh, a picture of Taylor Lorenz with her gigantic ears and that very ugly cry she has I don't know who has an uglier cry It's either Taylor Lorenz or it is um, Claire Danes Claire Danes has the ugliest cry face I've ever seen in my life Is there somebody that has an uglier cry face? I'd like to know if you go to Google we can we can prove this right now with little with very little um I think very little debate Claire Danes homeland all she does is cry on homeland Claire Danes homeland crying this was my my default picture on PlayStation for a while actually let's see where is she come on come on give me a real good one hold on (laughs) here's a good one boys there you go. There's a real ugly cry face. Am I am I am I correct? Come on. Is there if there's somebody bad out there, they can't be worse. Maybe we can find a tie for that? Well there you go. There that's that is actually fifty-six percent of the first four seasons of Homeland. If you've ever watched Homeland, that's fifty-six percent of the first four seasons. all right okay moving on let's take a call hey three two five you're on the air who dis this
5: is uh wesley
0: wesley welcome to the show how are you feeling awesome yourself brother i'm doing well i'm doing well i'm great to have your call here so uh what what has struck you tonight what do you want to comment on
5: well i I guess i'm a long-time listener and uh i didn't know you were a drummer
0: oh yes Yes, indeed. In in fact, all all those music videos I play are my band's music videos. So every once nice. in a while, when I play them, that's that's my band because we don't have to pay royalties to play it. So
5: okay. Well, I was uh, prophesied over the other day about uh, new music genre coming, and I was a part of it. And so you know, I don't know what to. You know, got all these questions in my head. You know, voices, whatnot. So anyway. Don't know what to think of that.
0: Oh, oh, oh wait, of what? Of what thing? Well, you said prophecy.
5: Yes, yeah, so I was. Yeah, went to this uh, encounter at night at church, and guy approached me after and said, "Hey, I, I didn't know this guy from Adam." You um, he said, "Hey, there's a new Christian music genre coming, and uh, you're going to be a part of it somehow." And so, I don't know what to think of it.
0: Okay, so so okay, so th- have you seen this guy before? I have not. And have you, oh, and, and now when was this? This was last week, you said? A couple of days ago, what? Yeah, about a month ago. Okay, now since then, have you seen him again?
5: Uh, a couple times, yes.
0: All right, so then at, le- at least it's not like one of those creepy, they popped in, popped out, never saw him again. But uh, he said that you, he just walked up to you and he said that you are going to be a part of a a uh, a coming to the fore of a new genre in Christian music?
5: correct
0: and what do you play
5: i'm a drummer
0: and do you have a band currently
5: i do not unfortunately i've just always drummed you know just the music by myself started out back in 96 you know playing the cds on the walkman yeah so of course now it's all digital so but now it's just always been just me and i've always wanted to share this gift somehow i've never been able to and now I've got this in my head, you know, what what's the next direction? So
0: Well, I guess I guess I guess the main thing I would say for you is you better just start practicing. <sighs> Start practice. I, would, I would just I would go and get real real sharp get your chops up Get them nice and sharp and just keep this kind of in the back of your head and just keep keep uh, Keep flirting with that desire to be on stage with a uh, with with other Musicians and to write uh, original music and and you, you just never know how you're gonna come across the other pieces of the of the band And then as far as making history goes, I, I mean that's gonna be very hard for the rest of us to miss it's if it happens, it happens. But I think right now the only thing you can control is getting your chops up and being ready for when that door knocks.
5: Yes, sir. Yeah, I've always played jazz. Christian, you know, is a totally different, just a groove. So that's totally, you know, different. So.
0: Well, then uh, you should. You should. You should. If you're doing jazz, you'll be able to adjust to uh, Christian pretty well. There's always room for for solos, but like you said, it's very four very four four, very nice and uh, nice and easy, but just underplay. That's the big thing. underplay and give the song what it needs, nothing more.
5: Yeah, so I'll shoot you some of my videos.
0: All right, all right, I can't wait. Thanks for the call man.
5: Blessings to you and your family and uh, Merry Christmas to all your the uh, Frank family.
0: Yes. Merry Christmas to you, brother. Talk to you soon.
5: Blessings. All right. Blessings. Thank you.
0: There you go. You never know. Somebody walks up to you and says you are going to carry an entire new genre of music into the light. You got to be ready. Jules. How have you been, Jules? Hey, how are you, Frank? Oh, it's been so long. I've heard your voice. How've you? How's, how's the life? Go ahead. Give it to me.
2: Oh, things are good. Things are good in Maryland. It's. Um, I'm surprised I got through so quickly because I tried to call before, and it rang like seven or eight times. I'm like, just Frank have me blocked? No, never.
0: Awesome. Never, ever.
2: No. Well, I didn't call in for any prophecy or anything like that. I was wondering if you had seen the drum solo. Well, not the drum solo, but a, a little boy, three years old, uh, the Russian kid. He's accompanying like a big symphony, and I think I sent it to you on Twitter, but I
0: don't know if you saw it. Oh, I did see it. I definitely saw that.
2: Oh yeah, three years old. I thought, oh look, there's Frank when he was younger. Oh,
0: I know. No, that that kid's got a uh, uh, quite a few years on me. I started like the last call around sixth or seventh grade, so that you you know that that this kid's gonna have nine years on me whenever hell he starts really getting into a groove if he sticks with it. Three is, is something else.
2: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was just wild. Um, But anyway, I don't have a whole lot to say, I guess, other than I wish you and Lauren and Aurora Rose have a very good Christmas.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Jules. I wish the same for you. I really do.
2: Sure. Well, I will definitely make sure to tune in for the Friday night show to see the whole family.
0: Oh, I I can't wait. And, you know, it reminds me that next year I think I should be having, you know, we're going to be changing some things up uh, around in 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 our basement, I think. And uh, I want to yeah. get this older, smaller set uh, drum set that I have to go right next to my my bigger acoustic set, so that I can really start teaching uh, Aurora timing with that. Though she has, she's expressed a lot of interest in drums, but she 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 loves Aww. piano. I don't know how to teach piano. Oh. But I'm gonna have to figure that piano out. Piano
2: is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Aww. as as long as it's a percussion well, instrument. So.
2: Well, we're just enjoying watching everything that you're doing and being a part of the, the frankly family
0: if it's a, it gives me Jules a great pride um, to at this, especially this time of year to look at all the crap that goes on from January to December and know that uh, I know that I'm not the only show that people in this audience watch I, there's a lot out there and people diversify their their uh, their viewing, but it's really nice to know that we have like a parallel existence that runs alongside of the rest of the world. And that inside, you know, we're not missing out on anything. But at the same time, we are kind mm-hmm. of shielded from some of that stuff together. And I, I, I like that the most because here we are. I think we, we get to kind of toast each other every year at the end of December and, um, and kind of congratulate each other for getting through it. Not, not, just, not just me. I think we, we all need to congratulate yeah. each other.
2: Yep, we're not on our own. Definitely, when we tune into your show, we're with, you know we're a part of the family, and it's your show is unlike most others um, in in that that one factor right there is uh, so you're you're very different. It's and we love you, we love Lauren, we love Aurora, the whole thing.
0: Well, Jules, all the best to you and yours. I'll talk to you soon.
2: All right, take care. Bye bye now.
0: Bye bye. All right. Ooh okay eight we'll take one one last one here uh bringing on pete pete what do you got to say real quick before we go to break
1: hey frank it's been a while since i called i just uh wanted to wish you a merry christmas it's oh. actually crazy i got through the first uh first call and uh i just heard you play that stinger i made for you last christmas the so. You're listening to, quite frankly, so I love it. I love it. Good time to call in.
0: Hey, hey, you know, make me, make me another one. I love those that kind of like synth wavy. I said, oh, oh, I'm, I'm definitely using this. I love it. So thank yeah. you again for that. Make more for, for, for sure.
1: Well, Frank, you know, you inspired me to start my own show. I had to take it on a hiatus, but I wanted you to know that there was a political prisoner who, uh, you know, I helped raise sixty-five thousand dollars for this guy. right his name's Jeremy McKenzie. And it was all sort of this is all like from your little ripple into the into the ocean. It led to this is really cool. So thank you, quite frankly.
0: Well, tell me. Well, I, that's such a wonderful one minute long call. There's so much in that. And I hate to take to, to keep you here just for a couple more seconds. But I'd love to know um, you're from, Pete. If I remember correctly, you're you're from Canada.
1: Yes sir. Yeah. So, so uh so th- is uh, this what a, happened was during uh, the trucker? during the trucker protest. Okay. Yeah, there was uh, a group of guys that went down there. One guy, he was a uh, part of a podcast, uh really hard right, you know, he's like us, uh but so the the government used the the joke that he made on his podcast about turning uh all the areas in North America, from Alaska down to Florida, there was a diagonal stretch that wasn't doing the masks and wasn't doing the lockdowns. So he made this joke, and he said, let's call it Diagalon. And everybody started jo- joining in on this joke. And then the government started to, to treat it like the Proud Boys, like it's, like it's a terrorist group. Mm. And they used that initially for the reason that they did the, the Emergencies Act our uh, public safety minister quoted this this meme, this diagonal meme, in parliament multiple times. This guy's just a, a comedian, all right. So what ended up happening was there were some false accusations made against them, and the RCMP used that to railroad this guy with lawfare. He had like something like two hundred thousand uh, dollars in in uh, legal bills, and then this weekend we did a twelve-hour stream for him, and we raised. Uh, close to sixty-five thousand dollars for them wow. and you know I did a lot of the production for this for this stream, and I met these guys by starting my show, which you inspired me to do. So, like this is, this is how it works, man. This yeah. is how it works.
0: It is. I'm I'm I'm, I'm so Christmas, happy. Too. First of all, I mean I, I I'm glad. I'm glad to, to have played any s- small role in that genesis of of events there but you did all that, that work out there and you did all the networking and you guys raised a, an amazing amount of money and, and was that to, what to post to post bond or something? Did, you, did he actually get out?
1: Well he's been given uh, he's been put on bail but the thing is is that the amount of time that they've been throwing him into court with appearances and you know how lawfare works they just they try and uh they they drag it out so that your bill is so big and then a guy who's just you know taking it he's a veteran right so he's taking in a military pension and he's not he's not like uh rich or anything like that so like he can uh he can pay but like this is gonna make you know it, it destroys you. There. There. It
0: destroy. They they, yeah, yeah. they destroy like you. Yeah, bury them shut them up. Yep, they destroy you. That you you all of a sudden you're you're there. You have to make a choice between fighting a fight that you know is noble, a fight that you know that in a fair world you would win, but a fight that you can't win unless you have the bankroll behind you. And uh, even if you do have the bankroll, if you have somebody who wants to take on your fight pro bono, it's still years out of your life, and you are your 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 entire existence is dangling dangling on, on on a on a on a string you know are you you're, you're yep. fight you're fighting to stay out of a prison and meanwhile the machine you're going up against has no consequences that is that is uh that that could possibly go their way
1: it well that's the thing right is that the the in in Canada okay so what you guys have is a da we have a crown attorney the crown attorney is like that's the government that's the crown that's the queen man like they they got they go after you, and all they have against them is the reputation. You know, when I was younger, I got myself in some legal trouble. And the only reason why I got off was because the guy was like, this isn't a slam dunk. I'm handing it off to this lady here because I'm going for my judge. Mm-hmm. And in order, to have, in order to be a judge, you had to have a clean, like, all swish cases, right? Yeah. So that's how it works in Canada, right? Uh, it's, it's scary. But you know what? If, if you want, I can link you up with uh, Jeremy McKenzie. And uh, you guys would have a great conversation. He's quite the quite the the character, uh, and I think you'd like to hear his story firsthand, man. I that that would, would
0: be, that would be nice for the new year. And keep me up to date with everything you're doing, Pete. Thanks again for the call. This turned out to be a lovely conversation.
1: Thanks for having me on, and I will send you a stinger hey. as well, man. You you deserve it. You do great work. All have right. a good night, man.
0: Merry Christmas. Bye bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. All right. Uh, let's take a really quick break. When we come back, that was very nice. When we come back, we, um, we do a little bit more. We just do a little bit more. Here we go.
4: Common contaminant in ground and surface water and drinking water, and the level of atrazine that it took to make this male turn into a female is three times less than what's allowed in our drinking water.
3: I need people to understand that if I text you, H E H E, it's not. (laughs) It's. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
5: Lulu had a baby. She named him Tiny Tim. She put him in the piss-butt to teach him how to swim. He swam to the bottom. He swam to the top. Lulu got excited and pulled him by his cocktail <laughs> ginger ale five cents a glass. If you don't like it, just shove it up your ass. Ask me no more questions, I'll tell you no more lies. A man got hit with a bag of shit, and that's the reason why.
0: a little something I was asked um, over the weekend let's see oh this comes from Casey Cackalacky in the in the discord which the discord is hanging on by a thread we got another another report or something I don't know what's still going on in there but for the time that we have it we're enjoying it and uh, trying to keep it around for as long as possible uh, Casey said you know what you should, uh, you should talk about snippets of Christmas carols that you heard your whole lives and then one year you heard it differently and it took on a new meeting well I mean that is 100% what my my newfound love and appreciation for the Little Drummer Boy is all about number one but she said something uh, an example of her own she said I always love the harmonies and the tempo of Oh Holy Night But one year I was listening to it and heard the line long lay the word the uh, long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Now I love that song even more. It just hits different, you know, and yes, I do know what you mean, especially that. But you want to, you know, and tomorrow I'm going to do a lot of O, O Night Divine, O Holy Night. I have to do that tomorrow because it's just one of those nights one of those endings, and but but I, I have to do a little bit more for you tonight, because I learned a little bit about the actual poem behind Oh Holy Night. I hadn't known this, and I found this through discovering two years ago, a man, uh, a famous tenor named Yossi Björling, and he is, I gotta give you a little bit about it. he was an, an accompli- accompanied, I'm going to show you what he over here. But in Stockholm, he was born in Sweden in 1911. And throughout his career, he was regarded as one of the world's greatest tenors. And even to this day, many rate him as the best ever. He made many wonderful recordings. But this one in particular, Jussi Björling, here he is right here. And I I actually got an hour and a half, found an hour and a half long documentary on him from the people who knew him. He died at age 48 or 49 in 1960, he had a heart attack. But I have been reading a lot on him in the last two years. And from what I've been able to retain, just a truly wonderful guy who who never let fame and all of his accomplishments get to his head. But when you listen to his voice, and he sings this, this is... um. Is this in, What is this in, in Swedish? Hold on. Let's see here. Um, here here's the description here of this, this particular upload. This was made in 1958 or 9, anyway. This original studio recording, unfortunately, made in mono because of an error made by the record engineer. Yossi recorded eight songs on this day. The first three, the first of which was Oh Holy Night, were recorded in mono. Um, I've tried to get this. Let's see. Jussi sings Yussi sings in his native language Swedish. The original text was from a poem called Midnight Christians. I don't know how to say it in his language, which was written by French wine merchant. Oh, it's it's French. So I don't have my my buddy Joel here right now. So I'm just going to say the English translation Midnight Christians, which was written by French wine merchant and poet Placide Capu. I not know sorry in 1843 so I'm, I'm now i'm starting to see oh this is the this is the basis of of all holy night i want to know more about this first of all listen to yussi's voice there's a couple of points here that are incredible It gets. It, I mean, there's. It, it crescendos again towards the end, around 4, around the 420 area, and I've. G- I got to bring you there. It, it, it's just effortless. And I think about this. This is. This is coming from a human body. I mean, it's just incredible. I'm gonna read you a little bit more on this, but listen to the the final crescendo here. For the people who say that. Uh, that there is there is no culture that that comes out of Europe that came out of the west we are cultureless God, if you don't if if you don't have goosebumps and you're not slightly choking up, not because you're I mean it's just there's something about that that it it causes a reaction, like it's just my God, how gorgeous! My my God, I mean you have this, and then you have the people who stuff ornaments up their ass. That that's what you get from mankind. That's the that's the array. (laughs) <laughs> that, that's the scale on which you can measure mankind. I just wow, <laughs> oh my, 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 oh my! Now I have to read this for you a little bit more um, so we have this french this this French wine merchant merchant in eighteen forty three that wrote the poem Midnight Christians. Soon afterwards, a French composer, Adolphe, uh, Adolphe Adam, composed the music and the song was called Song of Christmas. In 1855, an American minister, John Sullivan Dwight, produced the well-known O Holy Night, which is not really a translation, but follows the spirit of the original poem. And here's the, the original poem, the translation of O Helga Nott, which is, uh, this is the, the English, the, what, what we just heard Yossi sing. This is the English translation. And uh, listen to this, because it's still just as powerful, although it doesn't flow the way that we, we hear in our heads from what plays on the, the radio today. Oh, holy night, O holy moment for the world, when the Son of God went down to earth to reconcile the world's crimes and sins. For us he suffered the pain of death, and the ray of hope passes through the world, and the light is shimmering over land and sea. People fall to your knees and happily honor your freedom. That is an incredible line. That's an incredible line. Happily honor your freedom. O oh, holy, our our, our you oh, holy night, our salvation you gave. O holy night, our salvation you gave. Um, the next stanza verse because our savior carried our heavy burdens our world is free heaven is open in your slave you see a beloved brother and see your enemy will become dear to you from heaven our savior brought us peace for us he went down in his silent grave people fall to your knees and happily honor your freedom oh holy night our our salvation you gave oh holy night our salvation you gave and that is the real foundation for what became oh holy night that we all know I didn't know any of that stuff I was really appreciative of finding that and that was along the way of finding this just incredible voice and from what I read about him and listened to those who who knew him, who are a part of any kind of remembrance of him any, a really good person a stand-up guy very respectful respected by everybody and just uh, gone too soon so I just wanted to bring that up now there's one other thing if we're going to talk about lyrics and that'll be the end for tonight I want to do all my super chats I'm going to run through super chats right now because afterwards we're just going to do this last thing and that'll be the end of it. Uh, Katie Mack, Katie Mack, I think Nevada 6, says, my husband and I love your show. Sending our love from Birmingham, is it NV6? I thought it was Nevada 6, but they say Birmingham, Alabama. My fault. See, don't judge a book by their screen name. Katie and husband, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Uh, Sofonda Calk Sofonda Calk Says Frank our monthly subscribers such as on subscribe star or patreon include in the raffles. Yes uh, subscribe star patreon Through quite frankly TV that is powered by Squarespace And then the the fourth place that you can sign up for a monthly subscribe uh, subscription and have all of the baseline perks apply to you including monthly uh, the monthly g- giveaway raffles for sponsors, that is also included. The foxhole is also included on that because we're able to gather the emails every month and have the up-to-date list, and then Lauren randomizes the, the winner. I forgot what, what program she founds she found because there's no way that she's writing out all those names every month, and we're picking out a physical, so, so we have to find a way to digitally randomize this and it worked out nice last week last month in november uh, again thank you all so much so i'm going to go over to rockfin everybody's hanging out having a good time see the shining sea this topic reminded this is on rumble this topic reminded me of a youtube video of a baby reacting to pavarotti uh, just the look of wonder in the little face was so sweet music so powerful to you a love to you and yours yes um It's incredibly powerful, and it's one of those things where you don't... What do you need to say about that? About that performance? What do you need to say about that? If you just think about what is happening, if you just think about the fact that this is coming out of a human being, and it's being accompanied by people who are playing these, these instruments so masterfully behind him, That we created all of that, and that it, it is also been set in up in a way where it is it is there to to talk about greater truths about our soul and about the universe and to worship. I mean, all the all just all the factors coming together, and you know we lament about the we lament the state of of mankind a lot on the show because there's a lot of lamentable things going on in the world or at least a lot of things that we are pointed to constantly this is one of those things that reminds you of what we really are that's one of those things that reminds you of what we really are and you got to remember that so let me thank everybody on foxhole now paulie sean joe StosTube. just because thank you bob paulie again Bob, River Pike. Robert Sarn says, in an Elvis voice, a little less talk, a little more interaction. Just kidding. Never change. Don't worry, Robert. I can only do one thing at a time. MHL says, Newsom needs to stay the F out of my Texas. Uh, yeah, I would want him to stay out of everything of mine. Ranger L says, they have sterilized half the world by trans hormones, food additives, and COVID shots. Now they will grow the replacement population in pods, you'd think. It's Brave New World, I'm telling you. Brave New World, when we do that with Jay Dyer, you're going you're gonna to be shocked if you haven't read that movie, read that uh, that book in a while. But there's a lot of that going on. Let's see. Switchrod. Thank you. From Dilly, Miguelifornia, Magical Trevor. What's this? I love uh, uh, Dilly and Magical. I know Miguelafonia just from being in the chat room, but I have never spoken to him before. But I know Trevor and um, and Dilly. I'll set that aside and I'll take a look at that later. Thank you so much, uh, Manamanon. Been going back in time, listening to old Bill Cooper radio episodes. The Hour of the Time, great '90s work. If you find any any um, stockpiles of Bill Cooper hour of the time episodes that are of good audio quality please e- email them to me and i'll pass them along to abe for archiving on the network end because i have found a lot of those episodes but they sound so bad like they're is recorded they put a transistor radio inside of an empty aluminum garbage can and then re- it, it sounded like shit Keith, thank you so much. Thank you, Keith. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, witchy-poo. And then witchy-poo has a whole bunch of stuff that they're throwing at me. Cookies all over the place. Sean Joe. Jay Brusky says, quite frankly, everyone needs this show. Thank you, Jay. Zoso Dude says, screw the salmon. Save the possum. Just kidding, Frank. It's okay. It's all right. One day I will reconcile with the possum witchy Pooh, thank you again. Sean Joe, thank you. Stowstube, whole sleeve of cookies. Chips Ahoy for everybody. No, no Chips Ahoy. Give me the, uh, the Paul Newman, the Newman-o's. Stowstube, Merry Christmas, Frank. Hey, look out on that score, uh, that score of 1 to 10,000 for interaction looks. Uh, for 1 to 10,000 for interaction, looks like you scored high with that gold pills. Take that for, quite frankly, interaction. You guys are always there to make me blush. That's the whole issue there. You're always trying to get me to to melt down and quiver. River Pike, thank you. We're at the end here. CJ, thanks, Frank, for always having a great show. You're welcome. I try. Just because... Thank you. And Tangerine, Merry Christmas, Frank and chat. Thank you, Tangerine. And Porpoiseful, that's at the end. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to release the scratching over there on Quite TV. It is Tuesday night, so there's nothing playing right afterwards. But going into the new year, we're going to have something figured out for Tuesdays and Thursdays. Now, here's the last thing I wanted to do. On to lyrics. Nine o'clock, it's okay, we're rolling over. The original lyrics to Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, they weren't very merry at all, but I love them nonetheless, and I do this every year with you guys. I found a new article that says the same thing. That's all that matters. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is the musical equivalent of a warm hug, a gently melancholic, uh, melancholic melody, sings out a narrative of festive hope, telling of nostalgia for past times, Happy golden days of yore, but faith in the future. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Judy Garland, the shining star of Hollywood's golden era, sang it first for a scene in Meet Me in St. Louis, We Know It Well, in My Family, in which her character comforts her younger sister, Margaret. The song began with the melody, uh, began with the melody, says songwriter Hugh Martin. I found a little uh, madrigal-like tune that I liked and couldn't make it work, so I played with it for two or three days and then threw it into the wastebasket. But his collaborator, Ralph Blaine, heard it and reckoned Martin was mad to throw it out. We dug around the wastebasket and found it, uh, Blaine recalled. Thank the Lord we found it, but the lyrics weren't quite right. So, produce, uh, so the producers requested a, rewar- a rewrite. The song's original lyrics, as dreamed up by Martin and Blaine, evoked a very different Christmas feeling. Have yourself a very merry little Christmas. It may be your last. Next year, we may all be living in the past. Now, if you know the movie Meet Me in St. Louis, uh, Judy Garland and her little sister Margaret, they're, they're being prepared to get whisked off to New York by her father. That's, you know, I think going to take a... Uh, A a business opportunity and now they're wrestling with the idea of leaving everything they ever knew behind and this being their last Christmas and and all so it's it fits the 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 theme and the scene and what's going on at that moment but Garland Judy Garland objected to the lyrics apparently saying that they were too depressing (laughs) and if she were to sing them Margaret will cry and they'll think I'm a monster Eager to please their leading lady, Hollywood executives requested a rewrite. They said, no, no, it's a sad scene, but we want some sort of an upbeat song, which will make it even sadder if she's smiling through her tears, said Martin. But Martin, who has, a, uh, who has since claimed the whole soundtrack was his work alone, with no contribution from Blaine, wasn't keen for a rewrite. He had to be firmly nudged by a friend, actor, Tom Drake, to write a new verse, and he eventually did. Today, two versions are popularly sung. There is a a version that Martin tweaked for Judy Garland. Someday soon, we'll all be together if the fates allow. Until then, we'll have to muddle through somehow. Which is a rather poignant listen this year, as many families around the world are physically apart. This was from a couple years ago. It was also very poignant because this came out in 1944. And so many families had already lost so many of their loved ones in the war were three years into three years into the united states involvement of in world war ii tens of millions were already dead the war would come to an end um that following spring but uh, but still this this hit culturally uh, on a number of levels it, big time and of course year to year it hits individuals for any number of any number of reasons uh, there's also a latter version by Frank Sinatra who asked Martin to sprinkle a little festive joy on that rather uh, That rather downbeat line for a Christmas album, and that's how we got hang a shining star upon the highest bow That's how we got that line which I don't like that. I Don't like it. I just don't like it. I um, I, I like the melancholy version I think I think it's beautiful I really do. And it becomes more and more appropriate as time goes on. Uh, Definitely going to be doing a lot of muddling this year and remembering people this year. And I know that people in this audience will do the same. So I leave you with another end to a December 20th show here in 2022. We've been doing this a long time, but it always feels like the first. Thank you for the super chats. Thank you for the calls. Thank you for everything. I can't wait to read your emails after the fact, and I will be on with you and Chris Ann Hall tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Good night and enjoy your evening.
5: You on the flip side
0: thank you again one and all we will see you tomorrow go to quite frankly tv and learn how to become a supporter of the show and remember chris ann hall tomorrow night john paul rice thursday night Family night on Friday, and then off for the weekend and the holiday. Good night, everybody. Sweet dreams.